Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Ryan and I will be your host for this podcast. This episode is just a short intro into the types of whiskey and the history of whiskey, better known as the water of life. To start this off, I will say a quote from the guys over at the Whiskey Vault. The best whiskey is your favorite whiskey and the best way to drink it is your favorite way to drink it. With that being said, today I am drinking the Thin Blue Line edition of Litzlinger's Whiskey from the guys over at Swallowtail Distillery in Moore, Oklahoma. It's 80 proof, 40 ABV, it has a lot of nice citrus and vanilla notes, and it is one of my favorites. I am not sponsored by them, I'm just a big fan. However, if you're listening, call me. So, getting into this episode, we will start with a definition of whiskey. Whiskey is made up of two main parts, it's water and grain. And after dissolution, it's aged in wooden barrels for flavor. This will be discussed more later on, but before I get carried away, let's get into some of the history before we do a deeper dive. So the history of whiskey, the first recorded written word of whiskey is from 1405 when a clan leader died from drinking the water of life to excess. Whiskey was originally made by monks in monasteries to to preserve some of the leftover grain from beer production. So what they did was they would age in the same barrels that they aged their beer in. And probably what happened is one of the monks forgot one of the barrels for a couple of years. And it just sat down in one of the racks and absorbed all the oak flavor from the barrels. So, of course, when the monks tried it, they fell absolutely in love with it. And they said, this is the greatest thing ever. This has to be the water of life. So, from there, it spread all over the Celtic nation. So, Ireland and Scotland are credited as being the first two big creators of whiskey. So let's start with the history of Irish whiskey, and that's where I like to get a lot of people who are new to whiskey into whiskey. So Irish whiskey, again, made by monks in monasteries, was aged in the wooden barrel, and they really didn't do anything too much to it. They liked the lighter flavor of it. They enjoyed how it was very mellow and easy drinking, very smooth as a lot of a... From there, they kind of developed over time, and they used different grains, different mixtures, and they used different types of stills to make the flavors more accentuated or more mellowed out. So... So now we're going to take a trip over to Scotland. And what Scotland did is they took pretty much the same idea, but then they added an extra step to it. What they did is they found what they have a lot of abundance in Scotland, which is called peat. Peat is decaying moss and natural bog grasses that are compressed over time. And they almost look like bricks when you cut them out of the ground. What they do is they fire age them, which has a lot of smoky flavor. What they do is they incorporate that into their whiskey to make the scotches have that stereotypical smoky heavy flavors to it and what a lot of people get turned off by scotches because they're not drinking it necessarily properly again i'm going to say the best way to drink whiskey is your favorite way to drink it and the best whiskey on the planet is your favorite whiskey but with a lot of scotches you're going to want to add a couple of drops of water to them. and that's going to do is that's going to break open some of those heavier oil flavors and it's going to release some of that hard-hitting smoky flavor so scotches a lot of times are described as being Again, just heavy smoky, but a lot more floral, a lot more earthy, a lot more minerally. And the way that they make these scotches is that they do a lot of blending to it. So you could have single batch whiskeys, which generally don't have the same complexity that blended scotches do. And everyone has like this image of blended scotches, like the thing of the Johnny Walker Red Label, where it's you know kind of bottom of the barrel. It's not very good, but every single scotch has a blend to it. And what I mean by that is they will take different barrels that have had different ages and they're made made in different places from the same distillery and they will mix them together to get the right uh, flavor profile. Now, with that flavor profile being the way that it is, it's very, very intricate. And so people actually will get high level degrees in mixing whiskeys. 
and you will find your favorite whiskey blend from your favorite distillery as time goes on. But my favorite blended or my favorite Scotch whiskey right now is a Laphroaig 12 year. Um, it's pretty cost affordable under 50 bucks for most people. And if you want to get into Scotch, I would start with something a little bit cheaper. I'd go with Monkey Shoulder. Monkey Shoulder is known pretty much throughout the industry as a great entry level Scotch. It's not too harsh. It's not too smoky, but it has a lot of that flavor still. And I'm going to do a whole episode later on of just about scotches, the history of scotch, and the different types. So now that we're kind of done with the scotches for now, again, this is just a very, very brief overview of this episode, we're going to take a trip over to America. So in America, we have a very different style of whiskey. We have bourbon. Bourbon is America's whiskey. It's the poster child for American liquor. Bourbon is made in almost throughout the entire country, but it started off in Kentucky. And here's the deal with bourbon bourbon has be has been regulated by law so essentially it has to be at least 51 percent corn in the mash with that being said from there it has to be aged in a fresh charred oak barrel now they do not put a time limit on that so a lot of companies like the guys at whiskey vault made a joke whiskey where it is technically bourbon and what that is is that it is poured into a wooden cask left for i think it's a week and then poured out there is no color change, there's no flavor change, nothing. Now the whole point of putting your whiskey in barrels is so that they gain the color and the flavor and the scents from the wood. So with American bourbon, you use a fresh, brand new charred white oak barrel. And you age it for usually three to five years. And that's enough time in the American climate to get most of the wood and uh, charred flavor out of those barrels. Now, in Ireland and Scotland, there's no requirement to use brand new barrels. And in fact, no distilleries there do use fresh oak barrels. They all use mostly American bourbon barrels or some wine barrels if they're going to be using like a, a sherry cask. Now, with the flavoring that you get from the uh, barrel, this is where Tennessee whiskey kind of diverts from bourbon. What they do is they go through a mellowing phase. And what they do is they pour it through a large charcoal vat and that really mellows out those harsher flavors that you get from the, like the heavy ethanol and also smooths out some of those smokier and woody flavors um, you can usually find bourbons made throughout the country but tennessee whiskey does have to be made in tennessee the most famous tennessee whiskey of course being jack daniels uh, and right now the most popular bourbon is jim beam and you will find that each whiskey has its own kind of tweak to it my favorite bourbon that i'm drinking right now is either knob creek for just mixing and you know just sitting on the porch drinking a quick glass and then if i want to go really fancy i'll do a mictors so now with those main types of whiskeys out of the way and by far that is not even close to all of them we're gonna wrap up this first inaugural episode and this is just our intro to the series I'm going to be having some more guests on later. We're all going to be drinking have a lot more fun. But this is just kind of an intro so you know what we're talking about as we go further on. I want to thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. And remember, Aquavita, the water of life, it's proof that God loves you and wants to make you happy.